Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. In this episode, I'm sharing eight fall money moves to set yourself up for success. So bring out the cozy sweats, brew a cup of tea, and let's start talking. 
Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. How would it sound to win a $50 Amazon gift card? My guess is pretty good. We're giving a $50 gift card to five different listeners who head to the link in the show notes or go to etmpod.link slash review. All you need to do is post a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts for this podcast. And hopefully it's a five-star review, but look, hey, I'm open to any reviews. Whether it's good or not good, I just love to hear your feedback. So what you do is just take a screenshot of that review, head on over to the link in the show notes, post that review, give me your email address, and then just sit tight till November 13th. We will be announcing the five winners on the show. I'll also send you an email and hopefully you can get something good, right? I know 50 bucks doesn't go really far these days, but I could probably score a lot of good stuff on Amazon for $50. So again, that's etmpod.link slash review. In the last few weeks, there has been just a explosion of color where I live. The fall is in full force and I'm all about it. I absolutely love the seasons. I love the changing of the seasons. It's one of the reasons I moved from Los Angeles to the East Coast because it's just something that's really important to me. I go back to Los Angeles very frequently and my parents are there and I help care for my parents and, you know, there's there's a stark difference. I mean, yes, some days I love 70s out by the beach. That is always amazing. But I am just the type of person who really loves the big sweaters and the jeans and the boots and the jackets. And I love to feel the cold kind of breeze. I love snow, not too much of it, just a little bit of snow. Just give me a little dusting, preferably on a weekend day so I can enjoy it. But I really love the fall. And for money in particular, I think the fall is this great transition phase. It's it's a transformational phase. It's, you know, we're heading into the last part of the year and there might be some money goals that you still have yet to achieve. And it's it's a time to do an analysis of what went well this year and what maybe didn't go so well and for me, I always use it as a mark of what is also the the inner work, the inside work that I've done on my money, on my relationship with money, on my thoughts and feelings around money. Have I been able to evolve that during the year? Hopefully the answer is yes, but to be honest, some years the answer is probably no. <laughs> I probably had a mental setback many, many years, but I also use it as a time to really think about what makes me happy and more than just earning a specific amount of money in this year or in next year, I start to think about what does happiness mean to me? And what is the number that is equivalent to that that happiness? And I'm surprised that the older I get, really the less money I need to feel happy. Now, I want a lot of money. I'm not going to deny that. I don't think anybody would deny that. But the amount of money I need to make me happy and to live the life I want to live is substantially lower than what I would have thought it would have been even just a few years ago. So I don't know. That's just just my two cents on this. I really think this time of the year is a really interesting time. 
But I think, you know, if if money had a quote unquote season, it would be mid-September until around April, right? That covers most of our bases. We've got the end of the year, we've got the holidays, the new year, new you reset, we've got tax time and and spring break. And yes, I think as an adult, you should absolutely still take a spring break. I think it should be mandatory, honestly. <laughs> if you're listening outside of the United States, you probably have a much better work-life balance than we do here. Here, we typically have one or two weeks a year that we take off and go vacation, but I don't think that's enough. And I think that's part of the burnout that we all feel and the anxiety and stress and just all of that. You know, I wish there was a way that we could have better work-life balance where we could be paid to go and, you know, explore ourselves and enjoy ourselves. But this is probably the time of the year also when you start thinking about what you want to do with your money. Maybe you even freak out a little bit. There's maybe some things that you haven't done. But it's a great time to check in on your goals for the year. And without judgment or shame or blame, just see where you're at and see if there's any tweaks that you need to make. You know, I think when we approach goals, we tend to think about them as these big lofty goals. You know, I have a friend who said to me, hey, I really want to pay off $10,000 of debt this year. And at the beginning of the year, she's like, Here, here's my plan to, to pay it off. And I said, that's great. That's fantastic. So I checked in with her a couple of weeks ago and I said, so, you know, where where are you on, <laughs> on this specific goal, this debt payoff? And she's like, oh my gosh, well, I ended up not really paying off a whole lot of the debt because it just started to feel too big of a goal for me. So... I, of course, you know, worked with her and coached her. I think this is really about setting these micro goals, specifically if it's amount of money we're trying to save or we're trying to pay off. You know, we have to break this down into small manageable bits. Otherwise, our brain is just, it can't wrap around it. So just something to think about. And, you know, there's a lot we could talk about when we're talking about fall money moves, but I think these things are a good mix of things that you should do and things that you should think about. And always remember that money is about more than just collecting it and putting numbers in a spreadsheet or an app and, and you know, hoping you hit your goals. It's, it's so much more of a mental game and it requires you to consistently be thinking about your money blocks and regrets and your money story and money beliefs and all of these things that get in the way. It's important to have a money practice, just like you have a yoga practice or you have any other type of practice, some time where you have self-care around money and around working through things that feel icky or sticky or whatever it might be. You fill in whatever your words might be. All right, so let's dive into these these things. I think if if your wallet had a summer, you know what I mean? I'm using summer in air quotes. If your wallet had a summer, now is a great time to check in on your spending. We really, a lot of money experts focus on how much money are you saving? And saving is fantastic. We need it. We need it for those emergencies. But I feel like the secret sauce is in the spending. So I like to think about how mindful are you being with your spending? You can think of this as a money cleanse if you want, but I really think dialing in, looking at your numbers, having some sort of awareness of where your money's going is so incredibly important. I shared this on an episode just, I believe, last week 
But I called my cell phone carrier. Remember, I suggest that you do this at least twice a year. Ask if there was a better plan I can move on to. And they said, oh, of course there is. Now, I have a family plan and it is relatively expensive to have three different phones on a plan. But I was able to move to a better plan that ended up saving me $75 a month. That is a lot of money. That is a huge amount of money. And the beauty is that just by, you know, checking in on my spending and thinking about, am I doing these things mindfully? Even the bills that I have to pay, is there maybe a better way I could do this? Or is there another option for this? Then I can take that $75 and I can route that towards a goal that I have, something that is more meaningful to me. So any amount that you end up saving or just changing how you spend it, if you can automatically move it towards one of your goals, that's where the magic starts to happen. That is where things really come alive. So I I talk about creating a mindful money plan, and this is what I mean. It's taking it away from that idea of budgeting and restricting and all of that and thinking about mindfully, what are my wants? Where do I want my money to go? Is it going in those directions? If it's not, is there something I can change? I can, you know, can I call my cell phone carrier, my internet carrier, or Can I decide maybe I don't want to spend my money in a certain way? Maybe I want to spend it another way. Maybe I want to give it to a specific cause or, gosh, I mean, we could go in so many different directions with this. But the important thing this fall is just take some time. Look at the last 30 days. Look at where your money flowed and ask yourself, is this the way I want it to flow? If the answer is no, then what can you do about it? All right, the next thing, the next fall money move is thinking about retirement savings. And there are a million statistics out there showing that we are all universally under saving for retirement. So if your retirement account is giving you the side eye, you are absolutely not alone in this, my friend. But maybe you can't max out your 401 contributions. Maybe that's just too much. You can't do that. But can you increase it by half a percent or a percent? Can you make sure that you're contributing up to your match? Remember the matches, you've heard it a million times, right? It is free money. It's just brilliant. It makes your retirement snowball grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And it it helps that that compound interest really work in your favor. So if you if you haven't started a retirement account, no worries. You don't have to freak out about it. You can open up an IRA or Roth really simply online, Fidelity, Vanguard, all of these places you can you can open up in a few clicks of a of a mouse click and you know put your first $25, $100, whatever it might be in but really start focusing on increasing your contributions. It doesn't have to be a big percentage, just a little little something. You're not really going to feel it in your paycheck, but you're really going to feel it in that retirement snowball that you're building. So the next money move if you are putting on a metaphorical life jacket every month and you're afraid that your money might sink, now is the time to figure out what I call your survival number is. I also like to call this your foundation number. You can fill in the blank with whatever word works for you, but this is the amount of money that you need without fail just to pay your monthly bills. Rent, mortgage, car payment, minimum student loans, minimum credit card payment, groceries, cell phone, all of these payments that you actually have to pay every single month. Anything that isn't extra, and yes, eating out is considered extra, (laughs) so that is not in your survival number. But once you know this number, 
you're in a really good place to know each month if you can meet that survival number. And you also have a really good understanding of how much money you bring in that is over that survival number. Again, this goes back to the mindful money plan. Like, are we directing this in the way that we want it to go? But I love knowing what is the minimum amount of money that I need to bring in each month. It's just something that my brain can really wrap around and it makes me feel comfortable that I know that number, right? It's information is so powerful when it comes to money and it is not meant to scare you or shame you or judge you, my friend. It is simply there to help you understand how you can move closer to the life you want to live. If we just close our eyes and we don't pay attention to the numbers, we can't make any proactive changes. We can't be intentional. We can't be mindful. Our relationship with money is going to stay very stagnant and fearful and scary and be driven by scarcity. And I don't, I don't want that for you. There is a way we can transform. We can move from where we're at. Even if we don't like the numbers, we can still create transformation. All right, next money move. If you're excited for the holidays, but maybe not all the gift buying, <laughs> you can head online to your credit card points center. So, so many of us have cashback credit cards, travel rewards credit cards, points credit cards, and those points largely go unused. In fact, a lot of the credit card companies know this is the case. <laughs> they know that we don't end up using these points. So it's kind of a win-win for them. But I want you to be the win-win. So you might be surprised if you go online and you look at your credit card, you know, point center, whatever it is for that particular credit card. But most places will let you use your credit card points for all sorts of things. Cashback, of course. But you could also get gift certificates to restaurants and retailers and all sorts of things. So I use my credit card rewards points for gift cards to Amazon and also for eating out. So if I know I'm not traveling and I don't need to save those points for that, I will exchange them for different restaurants where the points are available or different places to shop. And then I'll use that gift card to buy my loved ones their holiday gift. And they don't even have to know that I used my credit card points. It's like a little secret. So it's kind of like I'm I'm having my cake and eating it too. And whatever you can do that with money, I think it is always a really good day. So if you haven't, you know, checked in on your credit card points, this is a really good reminder to just see. I mean, even if it gets you a little something, a little something is is better than nothing in my book. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard, 
You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless... 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout-friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com etm for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So we're on money move number five. Just a reminder, if you want to be entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card, all you have to do is leave a review for the show. Head on over to etmpod.link slash review. That link will be right in the show notes. Just send us a screenshot of the review and you'll be entered to win. And who knows, maybe you can score a nice $50 gift card. I sure would love one of those to just magically appear for me. All right, we're on money move number five. If you're sitting on the couch and you're searching Netflix for an hour for something to watch, grab your phone. This is your reminder again, call your internet and cell phone provider and ask them this simple question. Is there a better plan for me where I can save money? It's so easy. It's it's negotiation at like the easiest form. Nine out of 10 times for me, the answer is yes. And even an extra, you know, 10, 25, $50 a month is a lot of money. Multiply that by 12 months, by however many years you probably have been overpaying, right? This is also a reminder, call your or I should say, shop around for car insurance. There was an amazing guest on the show. You've heard me say this so many times over, but it just really blew my mind that we should be shopping our car insurance two times a year. That could save you a lot of money as well. So again, the brilliance is we save this money, then we route it towards our goals. We automatically put it towards our specific goals. And, you know, there there are lots of different ways you can set up a high-yield savings account. It's one of the reasons I love Ally Bank because you can set up multiple savings accounts and you can actually title them the name of your goals. So it could be, you know, travel fund, it could be FU fund, it could be I like to eat out fund or, you know, whatever it might be. And so you can auto-direct this money into these different accounts and just bam, before you know it, you've got a lot of money kind of stacked up in there. So... I want you to just not think, sometimes we think like, oh, it's only $5 I'm saving or $10 or whatever it is. But I want you to think in in multiplying that, right? Because that's not just one month. It's over a lot of months. And for most of us, it's over a lot of years. So you can also put that money towards your emergency fund. Uh, Americans, we don't have enough saved for emergencies. And I want you to be able to have something. Something is better than, than nothing. So, you know, use this extra savings, you know, towards these goals. The beauty of doing this is that I don't, I don't know about you, but if money just sits in my bank account, it literally will get spent. And I don't know where it gets spent. It just gets spent on something or it like falls down the drain pipe. I don't know what happens, but it just disintegrates. And I know I'm not alone because I've worked with a lot of people who, will say to me like, Shauna, I have no idea I'm supposed to have $500 left at the end of the month. And it never happens. In fact, I usually have to go to my savings account and pull money out. Like what is happening? And if that resonates with you, please know that you are absolutely not alone. This is just something that we just, our, our brains, I don't know, they just, 
love for us to leave extra money in our bank account. It's one of the reasons you need a budget. We had them on the show a little while ago. And why I love you need a budget software is because it wants you to get down to $0 at the end of the month. And that's not $0 meaning you're you're broke. That's $0 meaning that you have allocated all of your money every month towards your bills, towards all the things you want to do, towards your goals, towards your savings. Like you are really utilizing your money. And I think it's such a fresh approach to think about your money practice and to really work on changing that belief in your head. Also, you know, when it comes to tax time, there is a belief that it's just amazing if you get all, you get like a ton of money back, right? In your tax return. Yes, that's fantastic. But I would rather you have all of that money each month, every month throughout the year, rather than getting a huge chunk of money back at tax time. So something you can talk to your accountant about is how do I make sure I'm maximizing my deductions and my exemptions and all of this thing so that I make sure I keep more of my money every month? So you can also call your credit card companies, you know, if you're feeling a little frisky and if you've been a good customer and you usually pay on time, ask them to consider lowering your interest rate, especially in this high interest rate environment. This really makes a difference if you have a balance on your credit card. If you don't carry a balance, it doesn't really matter. But if you have some debt on that credit card, lowering that interest rate is brilliant because the amount of money that you're paying towards that credit card every month, it's just going to go further and paying off more of that debt. So something also to think about. Fall money move number six. Raise your hand if you've ever fallen asleep. Of course, not really, right? But really almost fallen asleep in your in your company's HR meeting. We're, we're not alone in this. They're usually dry and a little bit boring, but you're probably missing out on some good benefits as well. Yes, you've got your health care, and that's really important, and we're coming up on open enrollment. So just something to think about for open enrollment is before you just automatically select the same health plan that you had this year, think about next year. Are there any expenses coming up? Are you trying to get pregnant? Do you foresee a surgery or something else coming up next year? Also, maybe if you had a baby this year, maybe you don't need the same plan next year. So really think about your circumstances and think about what plan is best for you. I know that it's really compelling to just choose the cheapest plan. I completely understand that. But just like car insurance, the cheapest plan doesn't always mean the best plan for you. So just something to think about. So you've got your health insurance, you've got your retirement savings, but a lot of companies also offer all sorts of benefits like money to use on, you know, classes to advance your skills and certifications, discounts on life insurance or other financial protection policies, all sorts of things. There are a lot of benefits that we we really don't know about because we kind of just gloss over. We like, okay, healthcare, retirement savings, those things are great. Sometimes you have to ask and remember those benefits are worth something to you. They don't call it a benefit package for nothing. It's a it's a package. It is worth value to you. So when you're considering changing jobs or you're thinking about your salary, factor those benefits in as part of your salary because it actually is meaningful. I know I I would much rather, probably just like you, you'd much rather have more money in your paycheck. But things like good healthcare and a company contributing to your retirement, 
There are a lot of companies now that are helping people pay off their student loans. That's an incredible benefit. I know when I got my my MBA, my master's in business, I was the only entrepreneur. (laughs) I went to Pepperdine University and I was the only entrepreneur. Everybody else worked for these big companies and the companies were actually paying for them to get their MBA. And that's like a $60,000 payment to pay for their MBA. And they did have to stay at the company for a couple of years. But I was like, wow, can I actually trade you know, spaces with you? Because I have to pay for my MBA myself and your company is actually paying for it. So that's just brilliant. Like that is worth value. All right, moving on to fall money move number seven. If you've been scratching your shopping itch with your student loan payment money the last couple of years, now's the time to take a deep breath and get yourself ready because the payments have started again. I know there's a lot of jumbling around. Some companies have had to just put payments in deferment because they're trying to figure everything out. So what I want you to do, if you have a student loan and maybe you haven't looked at it in a while, call your student loan servicing company. I tend to find that calling is the best. I know you love to do online chatting. I do too. I I really don't want to talk to any more people on the phone than I absolutely have to. That might just be my thing. I'm a little bit of an introvert. (laughs) But calling is really beneficial because you can ask them, is there a better plan for me? There's been a lot of changes the last couple of years. I want to make sure you're on a plan that really meets your needs and also matches up with your with your salary. So don't be afraid to to give them a call and to you know figure out if you're on if you're on the best plan. I've had so many friends who have said, "Oh right, yeah, okay, okay, I got a call." And they called and like, "Wow, okay, there was a better plan I was I could be on and my payments aren't as big as they were going to be before and that that makes me feel a lot better." So just remember there are a lot of options to pay off your student loans. We've had a lot of people on the show the last couple of years talking about student loans and student loan payments and kind of what's coming and we're in this place. So we all, of course, would love to have had student loan forgiveness. I could have seen it from you know 10,000 miles away. I didn't think it was actually a possibility that it was actually gonna happen. So here we are, right? We just have to do the best with the situation we're in. And this is also, if you have student loans, I know there's a lot of you know, just anger and anguish and stress over student loans. This is a place to really work on your on your mindset and your thinking, your thoughts and your feelings around having to pay those student loans. So remember, our thoughts influence our feelings, our feelings influence our actions. So I always tell people the first thought that you have, that's automatic. You can't control that first thought. But the second thought you actually have control over and you can say something that is more reaffirming. Yes, you have these student loans. Yes, I would agree that nobody wants to have to pay these student loans, but they allowed you to get a degree and hopefully that degree allowed you to get a job and a career that you actually enjoy. Hopefully that degree is worthwhile to you. So doing some work around that, I have found to be extraordinarily helpful when you make those student loan payments. So there isn't so much just nastiness and dread around student loans. All right, fall money move number eight. If you're anything like me and you head to the sales section when you shop, yes, I do it. It is something I brought from my childhood. (laughs) 
I again going to urge you not to do that with your upcoming healthcare enrollment. Again, there are times to get a good deal when buying the cheapest thing makes sense. Maybe when you're craving like a greasy pizza, but not the best advice when you're picking your healthcare plan. So some things to ask yourself, does the plan I have now work for me? Is it taking care of my needs? How many times a year do I go to the doctor? Have I gone to the doctor more this year than I anticipate in upcoming years? Is there anything coming up, baby, surgery, all of those things? Is the deductible on this plan okay for me? So what I mean is if you had to come up with the amount of your deductible, let's say it's $1,000, could you do it? Could you come up with that $1,000 if you got sick or hurt? So a deductible is a really good gauge. If you have a healthy savings, a healthy emergency fund, maybe you can take on a higher deductible and feel okay. I don't go to the doctor that much. I really haven't had any surgeries. Nothing's really coming up for me in the next year. I feel comfortable with a higher deductible. If something happened to me, I would be able to come up with that money and pay that deductible. But maybe on the flip side, you're somebody like, no, I don't know. I get sick a couple times a year and I, you know, I don't have that much in savings. I'd rather go for a lower deductible plan. So remember always higher deductible plans mean less premium you're going to pay per month. Lower deductible plans inverse means the higher premium you're going to pay. So just something to think about. And last is, is my doctor in my network in this plan? The plans change so much from year to year. So you always want to make sure that you're checking to see if your doctor is still in your network and they're still taking your type of insurance. It's really ridiculous how many things change from year to year. And usually healthcare plans just tend to get more expensive. I I got something in the mail the other day for my, my health plan and actually said the price was going down. <laughs> and I thought, did I read that right? Because in the last 15 years that I've gotten my own health insurance it's never gone down. So I thought this is crazy, but I mean, if it's going down, I'm going to be really excited about that. All right, let's do a, a bonus. Let's do a bonus number nine, fall money move. So if money always feels like the big gigantic elephant in the room or even a tiger that you're trying to keep caged up, I want you to think about what is causing the most fear or anxiety for you. Really dissect that and think about what's one thing you can do each day to help just squash that fear or squash that anxiety. Maybe it's something you say to yourself. Maybe it's getting out and getting exercise. You know, I set a challenge earlier this year where I said, you know, for 30 days, I am not going to tell myself anything negative around money. And it was tough. The beginning was a lot harder than the end. After a couple of days, my brain got adjusted to, hey, I'm not saying anything negative to myself about money. I'm not having any negative self-talk. I'm also working when I feel anxious in certain moments to just say, you know what? That anxiety is actually not serving me right now. And when I'm in an anxious state around money, I can't think clearly. And that's really not a good thing. So I don't know if that's worth anything to you if you want to give that a try. I found it to be super incredibly healing and wow, just totally shifted a lot of things for me. But our brains can't work like they should. We're in these moments of fear and, and anxiety and shame and dread and all of these things. 
it's one of the main reasons why almost all humans overspend or shop too much or eat out more than your wallet is actually happy about. It's human nature. We don't like to think about money, so we spend with our eyes closed and then we panic about what we just did, but we don't actually make any changes. And it's not your fault. You're not equipped with the tools to know how to work through this. It's a cycle that is absolutely normal. So we have to really understand the the triggers. What is causing us to overspend when we don't want to? Overspending is not a big deal. We all are going to overspend. And this is not perfection. We're aiming for maybe, I don't know, 70 to 80% where we try to be mindful of our choices. And the other time, it's just a free for all. <laughs> so it's all about the only reason we're doing any of this around money. And I really want you to understand this is because there are things that you want to do in life. There is a vision that you have for your life. And in order to move closer to that, we have to be mindful and intentional with the money that we have. It's not always about having a lot more money. If I had a lot more money, I'd be able to reach my goals. No, 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 no. I want you to think about what can I do with what I have? How can I be more mindful and more intentional with what I have? How can I work through some of that fear and anxiety right now? That is going to open up for your brain the possibility of, wow, I could just be better with the money I have and things start changing. So first you have to work on your thoughts. Your thoughts influence your feelings, right? So whatever I think about money, if it's a negative thought, that is going to have a negative feeling attached. If I have a negative thought and a negative feeling, I'm not going to do anything to create change. I have to change that domino effect. And by changing the domino effect, I can have better actions and then I create better patterns and then I can have better behaviors, better results, better outcomes. So this doesn't happen overnight. This is a process. So I'm glad you're here with me. This is the reason I talk about personal finance meets therapy in this podcast and why I wish more money experts, actual money experts would talk about this because I was so sick and tired of working with people and nothing changing, everyone feeling still stressed and and shameful and freaked out about money, no matter how much money they had. We have to do the inside work as well, coupled with the outside work to get the results that we want. So hopefully this list, these fall money moves got you thinking about how you want to round out the rest of your year. And now you have a little bit of checklist to kind of go down and, and make it happen Money is personal, so pick and choose what works for you, what resonated with you, and throw out the rest because it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for you. There's a time and place for everything. If you enjoyed this episode, again, please share it with a friend or a family member. Get them in the know about the podcast. Tell them why they should be listening. If you want to enter the contest, the giveaway, for a $50 Amazon gift card, you can go to etmpod.link slash review. That will be in the show notes. And I really hope you win that 50 bucks and you do something really great with it. All right, my friend, I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. 